0: You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for the week of Monday, the 31st of July, into August. We start out this week with a super powerful, super full moon in Aquarius, and because the moon is technically closer to the Earth than usual... That is how we classify it. It's a super moon. So the energies are even more pronounced and and amplified because of that. So with the Aquarius energy, it's a very freedom-seeking, individualistic, genius, way-shower, humanitarian type of energy. And it's opposite. It's It's Leo, sun. So Leo and Aquarius are are polarities. And Leo is very much kind of the opposite. That's what polarities are. So it's more self-centered. It thinks about what it wants and how it projects itself into the world. And it's very energetically self-focused. Whereas Aquarius is often very much focused on the collective or humanity or the group or the neighborhood putting its efforts into out there and, and the kind of group community energy. Whereas Leo can be much more focused on performing and this is me and look at me and let's have fun. It's, it's just a much more, you know, it's the opposite. It's the opposite of Aquarius. So the sun is there right now heating things up. The sun, Leo is ruled by the sun. So when the sun is moving through Leo, things are amplified, heat is amplified in the world. Often there's forest fires, things like that happen. In fact, right where I had been with my sister with the horses, there was a big forest fire a couple of days ago and everything had to be evacuated. That area is not so foresty, it's much more deserty. So there's, there's trees, but they're like the Ponderosa pine type. Not that it didn't light up like a Christmas tree but it's not like if it was a dense forest it, there was sagebrush everywhere and the sagebrush holds a lot of moisture so it can actually stop fires from moving quickly which is interesting you wouldn't you wouldn't realize that but it's quite like a moist plant so Everyone had to be evacuated. All the horses had to be taken out. Like, you know it's serious when horses have to be moved because that is a big deal, moving horses. So my sister's nine horses were moved, and there's a bunch of other horses that, that are kind of in the same area. Everyone had to evacuate. My brother and family were there with the motorhome. They had to, like, evacuate the area. They managed to save the homes and the town so far as I've heard. But it's so dramatic, and, and the heat on the planet doesn't help. It's like all just amplified. The heat is on, and you might be more easily fired up, more easily triggered, more easily, you know, all the the heat. Like just that sort of like frustratable, angry, volatile energy can flare very easily like a fire, So keep that in mind while we're traveling through this time. The exact full moon in Aquarius is at 11.32 a.m. on the Pacific Standard Time. So depending on where you are. And it is a pretty powerful full moon. It's in a trine to Mars. So Mars and Jupiter will be trining this energy, which really amplifies it more because Jupiter... Jupiter squares the moon and then it's trining mars. So Jupiter expands energy. It it like highlights it or amplifies it. it just sort of, you know, gets out its blowhorn and and makes noise. It's it's just a very amplifying energy. And it can also it can bring good amplifications, but it can also amplify things that aren't that great either. So keep that in mind. Mars and Jupiter are trying each other. So there is this sort of urge to Action—it's This urge, urge to make a move or do something. Mars likes, it's like it's the fire in us. So depending on where Mars is in your chart, it's how you make moves in the world and how you kind of act, basically, what your impulses are. So it's it's different for everybody and and if you're compatible with someone's Mars then you guys you get each other and you guys move through the world in a similar way. If you have different Mars energy, like my hubby has a Mars in Taurus and I have Mars in Sagittarius, so I'm more sort of fiery and spontaneous and want to get a move on and change and and learn new ways to do things in like kind of a very fast pace where is his Mars is Taurus, which is much more sort of plodding along, very considerate, not really into change, not really happy shaking things up too much. So it can be like at different paces, which with which we want to move through life. So as long as you can find sort of an appreciation for each other's ways, it can be created harmoniously, however they are. But it can cause problems if your temperaments are too different. So right now, there is like a, a sort of a fire in the energy. Things are moving along at a, a quite a clip. And you don't want to, with this full moon, you want to step into your your individuality and also be able to offer your service and your ideas and your your energy for the good of the whole in some way with the Aquarian energy. Like how does your special piece, Leo, fit into the greater good of the whole and what humanity needs or what the community needs or the neighborhood or there, you know, there's sort of macro micro levels of things. So that's something to do. Like, what are your genius ideas that need to be created in this world? What kind of unusual downloads or flashes of insight have you had recently, which is very Aquarian to have ideas flash into their minds sort of like the whole download all at once rather than having to kind of ponder and think and sort and figure out the intuition is really heightened and ideas can come in a flash so we're all able to tap into that energy right now and figure out what we need to do to make our moves for our future the the full moon actually is also saturn it has saturn opposite mercury so saturn wants us to be careful. It wants us to be ponderous. It's the ruler of Capricorn. So it wants you to make plans for the future and consider the seven generations and understand that everything you do now has consequences in the future. It's a very methodical, considerate, possibly a bit of a downer because it can be Like it's where we feel our depression and our sadness. And Capricorn energy is the ruler of solitude. So Capricorns or people with Capricorn in their chart often go through experiences where they have to learn to master solitude. So they'll spend a lot of time alone and not be having to depend or rely or be around people. They have to go off and be alone. There's this in in the Victorian era When people would go through like melancholy or depression or feel sad, maybe they're grieving or they've gone through some major loss, they would be allowed to go off into the woods and they would stay in these little cottages and they would call them Saturn's child and they would be allowed to go there and work through their grief and their sadness as long as they needed to with surrounded in nature and solitude to be able to work through things. And in today's world, we don't have those options usually. We just got to kind of motor through it and pop our antidepressants and our anti-anxieties and just keep on going. Whereas in the olden days, we didn't have all those pharmaceutical drugs to help. So we kind of had to go it alone and figure out how to get through our grief and get through our sadness and our disappointments on our own. So you might be feeling some of that Saturnian energy. It's opposite Mercury. So Mercury's not overly jazzed about having to think about those things necessarily, but you have to, you've got to feel your feelings. You've got to go to the difficult areas of life so that you can reach in and, and get your own power back, which is ultimately what's going on. So with the Mercury opposite Saturn on this full moon, you can do that. You can kind of get in touch with what you're feeling. Maybe write write out your feelings. Do some sort of letter or journal or poetry or something to express yourself because that can help release whatever sadness or sorrow or things like that that you've got inside of you. Anxieties, it can all be worked out that way. Saturn can bring us, you know, our dark emotions and our, our difficult feelings, but it also brings us our stability and our good decision-making and our sort of the good stuff that comes after the hard work, the the payoff that you've worked for can come with the Saturn energy as well. That's why Capricorns are like the the mountain goats and they climb to the top of the the mountain, which is like the goal. And then once they get there, there's another goal that they got to climb to. So there is this sort of longevity that comes with the energy and a wisdom even people with that are young with Capricorn in their charter often have very hard childhoods but they glean a lot of wisdom and are able to kind of move through life with this old soul energy and this wisdom that that sort of more impetuous energies don't experience or don't have so that full moon make sure it's Tuesday it's it's the first of August make sure that you have Write down your goals, write down your dreams, realize that there might be an amplification of energy that day on Tuesday. Monday should be a nice lead up to that. There's some nice trines between Uranus and Neptune so you can feel an ease and like sort of a poetry and a synchronicity to what's going on around you coming up to Tuesday, the full moon in Aquarius. Then we have, coming up during the week, there's kind of a more difficult, as we move into the Pisces moon Thursday, conjunction between the moon and Saturn, which means the energies are fused together. And then there's an opposition between Mercury and Mars and the moon. So this is another day of, take it easy, go slow, don't rush in, and make sure that you're using your you know, put your thinking cap on. What do you need to do? Crunch the numbers. Do what you need to do to make good moves in the right direction. But don't rush in. You want to take it easy because things can be coming up on Friday. The moon will be conjoining Neptune in Pisces. So Pisces is ruled by Neptune. It can be, it's a very, it, it connects us into the cosmos. It's like the ether that we all swim in. It's the unseen realms that that we're not always conscious of, or that seem very logical or literal, but it's what, it's the soup we all swim. So it's the magic. It's where the magic happens and creation begins. So that space is often kind of a fuzzy space. We're not very clear. We don't know what to do. And if you are a person that likes to make decisions and make moves, it can be frustrating to be in this Piscean energy, especially with Neptune strong there as well, because we can get like confused and Overwhelmed and unsure. I. It's like I have my own moon conjunct Neptune, and it's frustrating because though I think it helps me tap into the astrology and the abstract thinking and the spirit guides and the higher selves and all that energy is it comes quite naturally to me. Working with crystals and animals and that sort of thing, very unlanguage stuff. I experience like confusion and overwhelm and just not knowing what direction to go that sort of it makes me think of when you know someone jumps in icy water and they're swimming but they don't know what direction they're swimming there's this disorientation so that can happen to all of us when this energy is strong so take it easy you don't have to make moves all at once you can instead do things that support go for a swim stare at the sky do things that are kind of abstract write poetry write songs artistic endeavors are always like very much supported with this Piscean energy so do that instead of try and make moves and push forward and and get going like you don't need to do that all at once you can go a little slower um Sunday we do have the nodes of the moon squaring Pluto so that's it's also connecting chiron is there that this node square pluto is going on for a long time so we're we're experiencing that pluto is right now at the end of capricorn it has backtracked into capricorn and then once 2024 comes it will stay it'll move forward and be in aquarius for the next i can't remember how many years quite a few years like a lot of years not just a couple years but a lot of years um that Node change has gone into aqua- or into Aries and Libra, and Aries is very individualistic as well. It's brave. It it's meant to be itself. It's a leader. It's a warrior. It's meant to go forward and do its own thing. Whereas Libra is its opposite and is very much partner or relationship oriented so it's always like well what do you think what do you want to do like it doesn't want to ruffle feathers doesn't want to be too overt or rude like very much the opposite of Aries, which can be naturally kind of rude and loud and sort of self-centered not realizing how their actions are affecting the people around them whereas libra maybe goes in the other direction a little overboard and is like disconsiders itself for the other that needs to be left behind in the next 18 months while these nodes are traveling through the north, leading us to our future, which is Aries, being ourselves, and the south node, which is where we've been. So we can, we it's easier to slide into where we've been than to push forward where we need to go. It takes more courage, but luckily, Aries is very courageous and it's not too worried about consequences. So it can move forward quite with like their, you know, horns down headstrong in its own direction. But Libra, the energy can have us confused and maybe being too concerned about our relationships instead of learning to become our own selves. So what we can do with this energy? Pluto is there digging all up all the stuff that's not working, too. The square from Capricorn. What maybe what our family dynamics are that aren't working? Relationships that aren't working. How it can bring up stuff from the past so you can figure out where you weren't properly yourself or you, you know, maybe you conceded in a way that you shouldn't have or you towed the line when you should have stood up for yourself. That sort of stuff can come up. Pluto in Capricorn can often have to do with like the establishment and the government and institutions and these things that we are all under and kind of as a society think they're there to take care of us. But I think as Pluto for the last, it's been in Capricorn since 2008, it's been driving along through there, showing us, I think, from my perspective at least, that the institutions cannot be trusted, that they can't be counted on. They don't actually have our individual greater good in mind. It's it's a much more sort of dark and sinister system, which I think Pluto has very much... On, on one level, it seems to have amplified that, but also it has exposed it in a way that it has never been exposed before. And Pluto has a knack for that. It wants to, like, dig up where the bodies were buried. It wants the truth to surface, because if we are operating from a place of lies and untruth, then we can't make proper decisions. Then we are not standing in our power. We're not making decisions from a place of power and understanding. So that's been going on for the last, since 2008. Especially if you've had Capricorn in your chart somewhere, you would have felt this a lot more acutely than if you didn't have Capricorn. So keep in mind that these nodes are here to help us move in the direction that will be the best for us. We can step into our power, be our authentic selves in a way that will bring happiness and abundance and joy to ourselves as well as the people that are around us because they will also benefit from our sort of self-actualized position in life, even just from our example of being people who can self-actualize. Keep that in mind. On the Sunday, there is going to be a square between Jupiter and the sun, also another energy that's very hot. There could be an amplification of maybe fires in the world or even in your own life, maybe arguments, things like that, that that fire you up or piss you off. That could happen. There could just be this this sort of big growth going on. But it could also be where you grow, where you have to do something that requires courage and growth, and this energy will kind of help amplify that for you. There is also a square between the moon and Pluto. This is amplifying that North Node energy and the square between the North and South Node and Pluto. So just know that we're doing this to step into our power, that there's, if you have to feel uncomfortable feelings or are in situations that you didn't expect to be in, know that they're there for your greater good to help you become all that you are and all that you could be. It's not always easy to like feel the feelings, but The alternative is just repression and being completely checked out from your own life. And that is like, what kind of life is that if you're checked out from your own life? So that is a pretty busy week for you right there. I really hope that you're able to use this energy to set in motion some of your goals to release what you need to release from the past. That's one great thing about the Aquarian energy is it can detach. It doesn't need to stay attached to things. It's very you know, it's an air sign. It can just like breeze around. So if you need to let go, now's the time. Do whatever you need to do to get rid of feelings or situations or people that aren't good for you that are just weighing you down or are out of vibration that isn't matching where you're going. It needs to happen. Full moons are great for that. So I do hope you make the most of it. I appreciate you listening. Many blessings for a most wonderful full moon.